I'm recording. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Loud Dispatch with your hosts, Mark and Cheech. That guy. Maybe we should introduce. Let, let's 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 try this. Let's reverse this real quick. I'm gonna introduce have, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Loud Dispatch. My <laughs> <laughs> all right let me try let me try all right let you go ahead go all right. yeah, all right. yeah yeah you do this one. Uh, and of course the internet freezes of course of course because why wouldn't it and he froze it froze so let's there he try is. this again all right we're gonna do this again all right all right last time right. here we go hey everybody welcome to loud dispatch I'm your host, Mark. I'm here with Cheech. <laughs> See, you did the same thing. See? It seems more See? flowing. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. But I, I, got, I got this. I got this. Let's I got do this. it together. No, go yeah. Ahead. All right. Hello, and welcome to Loud Dispatch with your hosts, Mark. And Cheech. That's, that's me. That's him. I'm pointing. We're, we're pointing at each other, kind of. <laughs> But it's it, what it, you you get the idea. Anyway, tonight we're really excited. Uh, we we thought, you know, we've been on like music and genres, and the last episode was cinema. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about photography, and let's talk about um, some digital work, and you know, kind of like get an idea of like what's, you know, what the hell we're doing here. Um, yeah, you know. First off, so let's let's take back a minute. Um, <clears throat> photography has been around for a long time. There's uh, it dates back, I mean, to like the 17th century or six, 18th century. You know what I mean? Like, there's all kinds of different versions of it. Um, the most re like the the one that we're the most familiar with is the silver halide. Uh, old old pictures if you see like pictures we discussed this back in the the in, video one yeah. right 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 just to just to go back in depth real quick when you see people like in vintage pictures not smiling it's because they had to hold that pose for like a very very long time in order to get the silver halide just to expose so to smile for like you know a good like 30 minutes and like keep that pose is was totally difficult so that's why you know this is what, what are you trying to <laughs> no, hold my pose oh oh see exactly see? exactly yeah see i got it see takes me a second takes me a second so you get them stoned uh, back in the day that have smiled for an hour no problem right right you know what i mean and probably been happy to just stand there still not doing anything sit down hey sit in that chair they'd be like all right all right we good <laughs> Well, you need anything else? Yeah. Is Water. Water? All right, we're good. We're good. Um, but then I thought, you know, when Mark and I were talking about this and we were talking about, um, you know, like like talking points and whatnot, uh, you know, we both have small children. And, you know, there's a lot of kids that are growing up now that they take a picture with their cell phone or, you know, a digital camera or whatever. <clears throat> And it makes this noise and kids will never know what that noise is. It's actually the shutter of a camera. And mm -hmm. that's the whole purpose of taking a picture was that shutter opening and exposing the silver halide. 
like, you know what I mean? To the light yeah. that was being brought in through the lens and magnified. So, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where it, it, this is like, you know, like, like when I was growing up, the, the hashtag was the pound sign. Like what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It wasn't a hashtag. Right. So it was the pound symbol. Right. So things change, obviously, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, not pound like the weight either. No, no, no. no. Like, like it was it, a number. It was a symbol to signify it was a number. Correct. Correct. It, it, so <clears throat> number nine. So to get to where we're at today is like amazing, right? Like my cell phone has three different lenses on the front and or three different lenses on the back and two on the front. Yep. We have DSLR cameras that shoot like, you know, you can basically shoot video on your cell phone and have higher quality than some of the like extremely expensive cameras out there. So I've done photography on a professional level mm -hmm. and used a very good DSLR camera. Uh, and I will tell you right now, it was nowhere near the megapixel capability and resolution capability of my iPhone right now. Right. You know, and these were, I, I mean, I got paid to do this, you know? And uh, here's the thing I own, I have an extensive collection of, of vintage cameras and I have a lot of he does. like, we'll show you soon. Yeah. 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 You'll see. And I have a lot of like new digital cameras. Uh, you know, I, I'm currently running a Sony alpha, um, mirrorless lens. It's the first like mirrorless lens camera. And you know, you, you think about things like this, where it doesn't really That's mean incredible. much to people. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool, man. Like low light situations and, and whatnot. My point being is that you can take the shittiest camera. I mean, it doesn't even have to be like, like a digital camera. You could take the shittiest camera. However, as long as you have a few things in that, this is what creates the image. Depth of field, focus. If you're doing black and gray, your grayscale, you know what I mean? Frame, contrast, yeah. Contrast, framing, framing, framing. What am I looking at? Is this an interesting picture? Are there leading lines? What, you know, like what, what is making this picture interesting to look at other than? The same as graphic design or really any other art. The, all these principles apply to visual art. Mm -hmm. There's a science behind what makes something appealing to the human eye. Correct. Color-wise, um, perspective-wise, you know, framing, uh, very important key. Right. What I, what I tend to suck at, honestly, framing, in, in photography. <laughs> framing is like my, my best feature, even though is these it? Zoom videos are terrible. Yeah, but wait until you see. We'll see, Fra we just move over a little bit. See, fr yeah, right. Fr framing for me is like fantastic because I think that that creates the image. Once you get like a good frame, the rest of it is all downhill from there. I mean, your yeah. exposure, your settings. You have some photographers that like are very analytical about it. They analytical about it. They think about it a lot. They do a lot of like you know pressurize, you know this that blah blah. blah. But if you get your framing correct. And you get your your you know your f stops correct, your your settings correct, your depth of field correct. And when I said depth depth of field, it's, it's so we see images in in flat linearly, right? Mm -hmm. But we want to create 
depth in that picture. So we have a foreground, a background, we have grounds in between, something that creates depth from the background to the foreground. This yeah. is what depth of field is, right? Yeah. Think about your focal point being clear. Right. Deep in the background, you don't see detail necessarily. Mm -hmm. And in the foreground, you might be looking so far beyond that even the foreground could be slightly out of exposure or blurry, you know, um, out of focus. Right. And that would create a nice depth of field to let you know that what you're looking at isn't right in front of you. And it's not way off in the distance. It's in between. And then Correct. based on everything else, you kind of, your eye and your mind determine what it's looking at. Right. The, when we look at an image, we tend to look, you know, right to left, left to right, however you want to, you know, describe it. But when you actually look at an image, right, you're, you're looking for certain things. When you look at a picture, leading lines, and when I say leading lines, I mean lines that lead to things help with framing. Mm -hmm. So let's say we're taking a picture of a bridge, right? Mm -hmm. We're taking this picture of a bridge. You obviously want to have the bridge as a straight line. This then creates, helps create depth of field. However, if you shoot it at a slight angle, you now have more depth of field. And just cutting off your angle creates completely different framing and completely different ways of looking at this image. Yeah. Now, and the perspective that it provides also correct. gives it. So there's, I don't know who knows about perspective drawing. This is another podcast some other day but <laughs> you will see that up close the the bridge side is larger and as it goes into the distance it narrows out and ultimately if it were to extend it to infinity we would see it end in a point as everything would end at that point that goes in that direction and that's Correct. what perspective drawing is learning how to draw everything in the right angles to create that perspective and and you use that in every art form again right so uh, another concept that we also use is, uh, you know, your, your grayscale. Like if you're shooting black and white, you use grayscale uh, or your contrast ratio. Grayscale is your blackest black to your whitest white. How many colors can you fit in between? Mm -hmm. This is going to create a better resolution. The more colors that you're able, the more colors of gray that you can fit in there same with contrast contrast when you have heavy contrast more more colors to work with you tend to get a smoother clearer image and that's what creates you know well you get a lot more detail which correct. creates that smooth image so correct i i'm thinking right now how badly we need visuals on this podcast so well, let's look at it this way think about painting something in black and white right just black and just white Two That's colors, it. you can only detail so much. Silhouettes, you know, you don't see a face, you don't see any shirt uh, marks, wrinkles. Mm -hmm. um, and then now add, say, 1,000 different colors of gray right. from almost perfect black, almost black, to almost pure white and everything in between that would create those, that would transition. Now you could get all the details. You could see all the wrinkles in the shirt just with the different grays so you know a visual would really help but i think that kind of lets people understand right contrast black okay. and white dark and light so <laughs> i don't know why the michael jackson song black or white just came to mind but whatever you get the idea um <laughs> so 
the reason why we're talking about this for the past like 10 minutes, and this is only like touching the surface of, of photography in general, like photography is its own thing, but like, this is only touching the basics so that you guys understand that we like, we get it. We get photography. We understand like what we're looking for. We, we, we get how this works. Right. Even though our zoom social media looks shitty whatever you, you get the idea, right? <laughs> we're also working people with families so right. we're working and, on getting that in up to and, par and we're quarantined we got a bunch yeah. of stuff that's going on so it's it's tough yeah but we want you guys to like engage with us so with that being said mark when when we when we first started talking about this i said you know this is gonna be one of those things and mark goes yeah and i got a gripe and i was I like i do and and I've been thinking about it for like a minute now. And, you know, I told him today, I said, you know, we may get into a, a small debate. Okay. But but it's going to be a conversation. So, Mark, why Let me begin with my gripe. I will. Do. Please do. So, look, I need some wine. Hang on. I need to wet the whistle. Of course. Of course. Wet your whistle. You know, do what you need to do. By the way, um, tonight's broadcast is brought to you by our sponsor, uh, COVID-19, um, COVID-19, not only great for the economy, uh, but also we have moved into yellow, uh, which I think the next step is teal. Um, and okay. Many, com soon, like in the but, next two or three. Yeah. There's like, how, how many colors are in the Crayola set now there? We're, we got to hit know. all of them before we get to green. Green's like the very last. Like, there's like a hunter green before that. Like, it's crazy. But anyway. Lime is in there, you know. Right. Nobody knows what they mean. But you know what? Let's support that. I, 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 you know what? I'm still wearing face masks. I'm still being protective. And I'm still living my best life. I still am. It just, yeah. just be smart about it is all I'm saying, people. Wash your hands. You know, be safe about it. Like, it's, it's a, it really is a real thing. And I'm making this in a joke. Because it really touches home to me, and it's something that you know, kind of, I, I'd rather. I cope with humor, so I joke about everything. Exactly my point, did, which is, I had a dog is, get hit by a car. I actually, he actually hit a moving car, and I called him Bounce for like three weeks. He bounced <sighs> off and lived. See, and this is this is kind of why I, you know I I bring this up anyway. So yeah, so let's right. get back to Mark's off gripe topic. here. Yeah, yeah, Mark. Let's uh, right. let's talk. Let's talk. Here's my gripe. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I want to, so just because you own a camera Ooh. and use the camera, okay. you, you're not necessarily, you're not a photographer. You are by definition, mm. but. Whose definition? I think just the standard definition of photographer would be somebody who takes pictures with a device called a camera, you know, that captures the image, but. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is there's more to it. Like we've been talking about, if you want to be, if you want to just take pictures and document your life, that's great. You know, you don't have to learn anything. If you're putting stuff out there and trying to start a photography business, I really suggest that you go out there, you learn the craft, learn the art, learn, um, learn how to do it. Uh, you don't even have to use it. Sometimes some of the greatest art is breaking rules, but I just ask that people take it seriously. Um, you know, it would be like, uh, I own a hammer. I sure as hell I'm not a carpenter. I'm about as far from a carpenter as you can get. But I own hammers. I have nails. I have lumber. 
You know, I right. can build stuff, but I am no way a carpenter. Right. Everybody, um, everybody takes pictures is, yes, is yes. what is what you're getting at. But and I don't consider So I've done it professionally, mm-hmm. um, more on the graphics side of things, but I have done it professionally and been paid for it. Right. And I still wouldn't consider myself a good photographer by, by any means. Like I said, I have, I'm not natural at, at framing it. Um, mm-hmm. I understand lighting and everything. Uh, I know how to crop an image very well. But to right. see a pure image and take it is just, oh, that's, that's something that my, my siblings both have. Very, very good photographers, yes. um, natural. I, I'm more in the art and, you know, using my hand to craft something. Sure. So. And which are both equally important. Uh, now, taking a picture, I'm of the, the mindset of I like to take a picture and have to do nothing to it. Oh yeah. No editing. That's that's the way I like to have things set up when I do things. That's knowing your stuff. Yeah. I, and I, having the equipment to do it. You, sometimes you need filters on those thousand dollar lenses. I mean, to really, yeah. Yeah. But you, that you, is an ultimate goal, right? You, you do. And like, realistically, I love to be able to take my camera go outside and take a picture with what I have. I am very, there was a a movement, a cinema movement years and years ago called Dogma 19. And what it was, was it was a group of filmmakers that wanted to make actual films again. So in other words, there was like a plot structure, but no actual like script at all. Everything was like, you know, kind of go as you go. There were no props. There was no nothing. There was a like kind of like set up for them. But like for the most part, they had to make a movie. Nobody got credit for it. None of the actors got credit for it. None of the directors got credit for it. You know, you had to do it all in camera edits. You had to pay money to become a Dogma 19 like uh, like filmmaker and people did this because they were like, we have to bring film back to the way it was. Like, film needs to be filmed. And that, I think, is true. Like, and some of these movies are actually pretty damn good. Like, they're, they're like... I'd believe dog- it, yeah. It's like Dogma 19.1, Dogma 19.2. Like, they literally don't have titles. Like, that's what it is. Okay. If you ever okay. want to look it up. Um, it's experimental. Experimental film, obviously, is is weird to begin with and you have to have a totally different mindset to even watch it because it's art it's not film when we watch a movie we watch something we we look at a picture right we want a story and when you don't get a story when you get something that makes you think instead of makes you know it it, it, it's weird you know what i mean like you really Mm -hmm. have to like you really have to do something with that um So with that being said, let's say, first off, we've already established that you don't need to go out and buy yourself one of those like, you know, 1500 DSLR cameras, $1,500 DSLR cameras, not saying that I don't own and then two. the lenses to make it really worth it, you know, right. I'm not saying that I don't own them because I do, um, but and I'm not saying you can't own them. Right. But I also take pictures professionally and you know make money off of that so that's Mm -hmm. you know part of my profession um and you know same with mark like 
would I say that I'm a photographer? Yes. But would I say that I'm an amateur photographer? Yes, absolutely. Have I gone to film school? Do I have degrees for it? Absolutely. But I put myself in that category because I don't want you to get the wrong idea. I want people to keep in mind that like photography is all in how you interpret it. Now, let's say I had this huge following that actually saw the images that I put out you know, might be a different story. I, I don't know. And, you know, I'm planning on putting a lot of pictures out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the stuff that you see on like Instagram, like our Instagram pages are just like pictures that I like one off shot just because I, I like taking weird pictures. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Documenting things and, you know, correct. I'm more uh, of a documenter with photography and, you know, like if I see something weird, I want a picture of it. Like the person I had seen with a shirt that said, uh, she was selling flowers on the side of the high on the road, and it said uh, when she turned around, it said "Eat shit and die." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "That was amazing." I saw a car yesterday on my way to work, uh, yesterday or two days ago, that had written on it, um, "Honk if you think that bitch Carol Baskins killed her husband." <laughs> and I, I, I was trying so hard to take a picture of it, and I couldn't like document it, and like I just it was so funny to me. <laughs> Um, we'll do bumper you know I love funny bumper stickers and I have a million stories because I commute a lot <laughs> and we'll have to do just a podcast on telling our favorites yeah one more I was behind a guy during the election with Trump and it said um, what was it 2018 right he said Bernie 2018 because why the fuck not <laughs> it, was, it was just so beautiful it was so funny at the time I don't want to get political ever yeah let's i don't have an opinion on this podcast but it was just the funniest funniest bumper sticker i think i've ever seen at the time so so getting back to topic right like let's let's so photography so we go from like you know the age of like actual celluloid film we go from different sizes that we move into the digital realm right which is where we start we start at like point one megapixel cameras, point two megapixel cameras. I guarantee you, if you turn over your phone right now, it's going to be like 24 megapixels, like yeah. mega pixels. And we were talking about that. That was my driver, by the way. Close <laughs> it clean, clean bitches. What's good. <laughs> nice. Um, But like, you know, you think about it and it's like, you've got this like instant gratification uh, you can see the image, obviously, and with the more megapixels, as we've talked about before, it doesn't clarify the image, although it can. It gives more of a curvature if you look at it, um, which is a, a totally, like, kind of different subject. Like, when we talk about music, right, and we talk about waves, I, I know I'm getting off topic, but just follow no, me on yeah. this one, because it kind of has the same idea. So when you talk about music and you talk about waves and you talk about sampling rates, right, you take one sound wave, okay? A sampling rate is how many times you sample where it hits on that wave, right? So if one sound wave is like 19 waves, right? Waves per sample. That means that it gets sampled 19 times. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, your wave files are typically like, you know, in your 40s, 50s, that means that they sample 40 or 50 times in one sound wave, you know what I mean? Like, or in Mm -hmm. one second, depending on how, you know, how it's set up. 
MP3s cut that in half, okay? So when we talk about the megapixels, yes, they have a big to do with what your image looks like, but on the screen sizes that you're looking at them, the, you can't really tell the difference until you blow them up. Yeah. That's why we say the megapixels don't really mean much until you blow them up. Now, when you blow them up, you have more sample rate, for lack of better terms, Yeah. to, to kind of give you that, you know what I mean? Like that picture, that image, that clarity. Yeah. Um, whereas with a smaller, you know, bite rate, you, you get, less clarity as you yeah. blow it up so that's where we come into the play do megapixels have a purpose yes they do um is it for you know do you need like 96 megapixel camera to take a picture of you know something that you're going to look no. at on your phone absolutely not no, no. you're not going to see it you're not yeah you know what i mean so getting back to Mark Scribe, as not everybody being a photographer, these are the points that we're getting. You know what I mean? Like these are things that you have to keep in mind and take into consideration when you're doing photography. Um, the clarity of your image. Mm -hmm. Clarity is key. If you can't see the picture, then what's the point of taking it? Sometimes, yes. But sometimes the art form itself actually lends to having some blurry areas. Absolutely. Depending on what you're trying to capture or what, what, what emotion you're trying to evoke. Again, yeah. with art and emotion, you know, you're taking the photo and you want to evoke an emotion. So, right. you know, but clarity, um, especially in, if you're not using clarity in all the image, where you are using it, it needs to be very crisp. Yes. Yes. I completely, completely agree with you. I have some trivia for right. you when you're done. Go ahead. Go for it. Give me All some right. trivia. Throw it out. So are you familiar with Photoshop? Yes. And editing. Okay. Have you ever heard the terms burn and dodge? Absolutely. Do you know how they were, you know how they're used in current, you know, uh, photo editing? Yeah. Do you know how they were originally done? No. Back, I mean, way back in the day, like Ansel Adams, right? No. If you wanted to, so burn and dodge. Burn would be overexposing an area. And dodge uh, would be underexposing under an area. So what they would do to dodge an area. So if you wanted an area that was darker on your photo, especially back in the day when it took, it took, you know, 15 minutes for the photo to capture, mm -hmm. you would sit there with a, you know, say a disc on a stick and you would actually move it in circles around the area. Correct. That you want to darken. Correct. And that would, that would let less light in over that time period and would darken that area. It wouldn't develop the same. Now, if you wanted just an area to be brighter, what they would do is they would actually cut out an area of a of like a board or something, cut out a circle and hold it up for a little while and then, you know, and let that area get more light in it. And then then they would re, you know, bring it out, let it re-expose. And that was that was the original version of burn and uh dodge. So this is brilliant. So now we're talking about like antique versions of like you same know, technologies used now. Same technology, right. You're just so, lightening an area or darkening an area in Photoshop. So yeah. when we talk about photography, right, what we used to do with film was you would actually underexpose, you know, or yeah, underexpose your first picture, right? Like, let's say you want to take a side-by-side -side picture, right? You would underexpose your first picture and it would be on one half of the film 
the other half would have black silk in the background because black silk does not absorb any light whatsoever, okay? Then you would rewind the film so that it would actually take the picture over again on the silver halide, only reversing the images. So you're still underexposing. Actually, you're taking it at, at more of a proper exposure because you want to have them to be the same. You know what I mean? And, you're redeveloping the image right. with different, uh, different placement of, you know, right. Which, tools for dark and lightning, you know. Which, when you put that into it, it, it basically becomes this one image, but of the same thing of, on both sides. So it's like early Photoshopping. So when people like, like talk about filters, and like, oh, I use filters, oh, I use Photoshop, oh, you did this, you did editing, you did... You do, yo, we've been doing this forever. You realize this, right? Like They would literally hold up like amber, yeah. amber see-through material and, you know... Motherfuckers, what do you think movie magic is? This, yeah. this is what it is. It's photography and it's, lighting it's and so, oh my god, you know. Same thing. Yes. <laughs> That's my thing. Like and I feel that way about people that own Photoshop and Illustrator. Uh, yeah. And I, and Adobe Pro. Just because you own them, it doesn't mean that you know how to use them. That you're yeah, that you're good at it. Um you can be. And I I push you to be. Uh but you got to realize that it doesn't make you just because you own a handgun doesn't mean you know how to shoot it. You know, right. just because you own a fast car doesn't mean you're a race car driver. Right. Uh, all those things you got to learn. There's, there's, there's education and lessons to be learned and all these things and it takes experience and time. Now, with that being said, I, that's believe... my final thought. <laughs> <I said it. laughs> yeah. That was good. Yeah. All right. With that being said, I mean, we're encouraging people to do this. Like, yes. I want you to do this. I, I, I don't want you to go out and think that it's the camera that's the problem. Like, oh, my God. You know, well, it's just because I have a shit. I need a new one. This one sucks. You know? Right. This one sucks. No, you can literally take, like, Polaroids are coming back. Polaroids. Yeah. Yeah. What the shit? Like instant worst camera? picture quality ever. <laughs> oh my god! What are you talking about? Yes, literally. And and this is what's coming back. So my point being is that it has absolutely nothing to do with the camera that you're using. It's about what you're doing with the camera that you're using. Yeah. I have so many. And knowing how to use it. I have so much money in like photography equipment, yet. Some of my favorite cameras are the ones that I can't even buy film for anymore because yeah. they're so vintage. Yeah. And like I can still find a way to use them to take pictures by using the, the viewing glass and like the image qualities from it. The same way that you can use, you know, Photoshop and Illustrator and things like that to take an image and create something more than what it really is yeah. using that. Yeah. Yeah, and that, my whole thing is just um, I don't want you to go out there and be a hack. Learn how to do it. Talk to people. Network. You know, yeah. talk to us. We've all we pretty much dabble in almost every art form we can think of. You I know, to you that if you have a question and you know somebody that knows anything about photography, even us, even if you come to us, if you know anybody that has any questions about it, ask. As artists love to talk as, about their shit right yes as dumb yeah. as it sounds ask yeah. ask 
Because the worst you're going to get is a, really? You don't know? And then, boom, knowledge dropped on you. Learn something every day. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Especially if you actually want to do this. Like, if you want to, like, take pictures, that's cool. You take pictures. That's what everybody does. But if you want to be a photographer and you, like, really want to make this a thing, it's not just about what you're building up to. It's about what you can accomplish with what you have. You know what I mean? Let's, let's classify two things. How about pictures and photos? Okay. Pictures are what people take every day of, you know, something on the side of the road or their kids or just, just a random quick snap, you know, photos are taken for an artistic purpose to evoke an emotion based on the framing, the contrast. Um, can we do that? Like, would you agree with that? That, uh, that you would classify a photo and a picture yes. for, for this, for this purpose? Yes. As Abs- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You, you take pictures more to document what yeah. goes on throughout the day. Whereas yeah. you take photos, labs take pictures, you know what right. I mean? Right. They don't care how, with the framing, they would just want to see it. Right. Whereas you take photos to invoke an emotion or detail the beauty of something, you know, like you you want to be able to show me that's the emotion of awe, you know, or basically tell a story. Yeah. You know, when you take a picture, you want to be able to tell a story. You want to be able to translate something. You want to be able to create some sort of talk some sort of like discussion discussion right exactly that you can have over this piece so that that's yeah i i would agree with that now yeah. can pictures can pictures be photos this is a question that i'm phrasing to you i'll answer uh, yeah yeah i think that a picture could become a photo right um you might you might accidentally capture the perfect shot mm-hmm. you know it just so happens that the framing is beautiful and the lighting is perfect. And, you know, with, with cameras today on our cell phones and things, they actually are, are beginning to like add the filters into the photo, low light situations, you know, right. and things like that. Um, right. So it it's, becomes easier for a picture to become a photo, you know, but I would say that a picture wasn't intentionally meant to be a photo. Mark, do you know what a light meter is? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for everybody out there, a light meter, what it does is it reads the caliber of light that's hitting a subject. So Temperature as in ca- Kelvins. Right. Right. So when you have daylight, it burns at like 5,500 degrees. It burns blue. When you have tungsten balance, which is what we have inside typically, it burns at like a 3,200 degrees, which is more of an orangey color. Mm-hmm. So you have different colors. Now, if you combine those two and try to take a picture – it screws everything up. Yep. And of the course, camera can't decipher the two lights and yeah. Right. You get all these weird colors that normally wouldn't be there. When you take a picture outside, you sometimes, depending on how bright it is, you actually have to use what's called a UV filter, mm-hmm. which takes you down like an entire step and a half on your F-stop scale. So depending on what you know UV filter choice you use, it'll take you down. But it's a combination of depth of field and 
your aperture settings that are going to give you and your shutter speed, obviously, that are going to give you and create this depth of field. For those of you that don't know, shutter speed is how fast the shutter opens and closes, as you would imagine. Right. But you, you would have to imagine how quick um, a very bright day, how fast that shutter has to open and close to not overexpose that because those those sensors are so sensitive now that they will instantly white out. Like, so, exactly. you know, bright sunny day, if you leave that open for even a fraction more of a second, your photo's washed out. Completely. Now, aperture or f-stop, really the aperture is kind of the combination of both, right? F-stop would be how big the shutter opens and closes. Yeah. That actually more determines your depth of field. Yeah. But, but it also affects brightness a lot. It does. It does. And be, because of that, it not only does it reflect on your, th that, but it also, you know, depicts on your color as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you have a, you got to figure that your apertures are set to like different settings, mm -hmm. how wide they open, which okay. means how much light they let in. Right. Yes. So you can have a wide aperture but a like very fast shutter speed and it lets yes. in a ton of light because it's magnified through the lens and it hits really quickly. The, right. And it hits your mirror, then it hits your CCD, which is your charge coupled device, which changes all that light into ones and zeros. That's but what people need to realize that, that that large opening really fast shutter speed is not the same thing as doing a very small opening at a slower shutter speed. Right. They might sound like polar opposites and that they would work the same, but they would not. They you would not. have totally different depth of field mm -hmm. based on those two different, the smaller, uh, longer exposure. Right. Uh, and the larger, you know, shorter exposure totally changes the photo. Not to so, mention, you know, not to mention like your lens length also determines like, and like how, what you're trying to accomplish with it. Like what kind of lens you're working with, whether it zooms be, and macros and yeah zooms macros you have different sizes of lenses like for example your typical prime lens that like comes on a dslr camera you know the the lens that comes with it is going to be like uh i think it's like 155 to 55 or something like that it's 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 a pretty decent zoom lens and it gives you a basic zoom now the difference between a digital zoom and a and an optical zoom is that these the lenses actually separate and move to create the zoom. Yes. That's a so, that's mechanical. That's right. Optical. Whereas with a digital zoom, what it does is it actually magnifies each pixel. So if you have a twenty-four megapixel phone, right, it's going to mag magnify all those megapixels in that. So you're not actually getting like a true magnification. You're just getting a magnification. of. You're not getting more detail. You're just making a bigger pixel. Right. Exactly. It's not like you have 30 pixels that would show more detail. You just have one big green pixel, you know? Right. So with that being said, it's not that big though, ever. No, <laughs> no. Optical is truly the way to go when you're looking for clarity or when you're looking for definition. That's yes. why you have telephoto lenses. That's a lot more expensive too. Yeah, and that's why you have these different kinds of lenses. Mm -hmm. We can go into like, you know, glass as well because glass, like, in my personal opinion, I've worked with a lot of different like lens manufacturers. I think that Zeiss, Carl Zeiss, is probably one of the most amazing 
lens developers and like you know lens makers there are out there he makes yeah. sony he mm-hmm. makes lenses for nasa i mean he makes nasa he makes like i was thinking nasa bahamas <laughs> nasa i don't know what that was i have no idea that's um, all right so but, i what i want to say is i mean we'll get into lenses and things in another uh photography i mean photography's we will cover this multiple times over yeah, this yeah. podcast lifespan um we're going to bring photographers in we're going to show work when we're more um capable of doing that uh I don't want to go too much further because we're, we're going to start describing lenses and things. And I think that's a whole podcast in itself yeah. showing photos of what macros can do and things. Zooms explaining that the, you know, yeah, yeah I, th- I think we've bored you guys enough yet. We've been on a little close to an hour now. Uh, like 40 minutes. Doing pretty uh, good. Uh, Doing pretty good. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm done with that. No, I know. I know. For OPP. Fact. Oh, you, you know, know me. me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is something, Mark, would you like to show them what you got? Do you? Oh, yeah, I got a ukulele. I'll get another one, but wee. When I learn how to play it, we'll, uh, we'll do sing-alongs. Play a, couple, sing-alongs. play a couple chords. I'll sing something. I don't know. I'll just make My strumming's up. not that good yet. That, that's fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> no, no, no. Do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Bring it. Bring it close to the mic. Close to the mic. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Let's do this. We're going to make a loud dispatch song. Yeah, right. <laughs> just, just good. When, when you create the jam and you can hear the music coming from the band yeah man you, 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 we, we could totally do we're this. not gonna do that yet we're not we're <laughs> n- <laughs> nope only one, like dispatch five so, no, we can't do that yet. so if you've hung in this long that's your special treat for right now yeah yeah there's more yeah. coming oh yeah a lot more we'll actually have songs someday we're back to the Dudes. steel city hoodie by the way yeah. i don't know how that happened um, we're in hot weather gear so tell us what would you guys like to hear about in the next one in the next podcast? Yeah, because give us a topic. Give us a topic. Somebody, please. Topic like, us. I'm getting so bored with talking about Mark. I'm like, Mark, what do you want to talk about? And he's like, <laughs> I leave it up about, the cheats to pick. We could it. talk about the rat squirrels and like. Yeah, and like, I want to do a whole thing on squaggers and. You um, said something water about squirrels. garbage coon. I was like, I can't do a garbage can, half garbage can, half raccoon. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, I mean, I can see it. Yeah, but maybe. yeah, anyways. Yeah. You know. So we want to hear from you guys. Please, by all means, reach out to us. Like I said, you're more than welcome to join our Zoom, you know. If we don't hear from somebody with a topic, we're going to do shitty movie reviews. No. Oh. <laughs> Man. like really super ones there's a slapstick comedy movie from like the 80s that i'm sure you've seen it i can't remember its name but uh i'll let you know someday and uh i'll tell you what it was effing hilarious so it's so, funny, it's funny that you bring that up i was actually talking about a movie the just the other day called the convent uh, it's something that like was like rarely heard of. It was like a B movie, but it was one of those like subgenre movies where it was like horror comedy, right? And, like they basically. I think I've actually heard of it, dude. They basically did everything in like black light. Well, there's this was like 
the convent, like, you know, like, let's take you in. It was like early 2000s. And like, there was like a devil worshiping group that came to this like haunted church that was abandoned because of all the hauntings that went on. And everybody, you know, turned into demons, including the priest and stuff. And dude it's so bad that it's good like there's like the devil worshippers are like oh you're free holies boys you're free holy you're this so and then there's like of course the group of teenagers that's like we just want to see we just want to see for ourselves is it true does it really happen like and then you got like it's it's great it's wonderful so if you guys don't pick a topic we're just gonna talk about shitty shitty movies and i promise you you're not gonna like i mean well somebody uh, people are probably gonna like them yeah <laughs> i don't mind doing movie reviews i think we could tear some shit up on movie reviews and song reviews music well, video reviews man we can go uh, back into the 90s and look at some of that mm. shit oh uh, let's take us, it back take it back no, to the not, 90s let's not this i want to do some movie reviews yes but this Buzz is not what we want the podcast to be so we will pick a topic but we would really rather talk about what you want to hear yeah, and in all honesty, we want to hear from you. I don't care if you think it's stupid or not. Like, I don't even be like, like, comment. We'll even direct- talk about why there's all kinds of penis and boobies and all the old timey art and statues and stuff. I mean, oh, that's beautiful. Yes, that's definitely something that we can talk about. <laughs> that's that's this the is NC Seventeen that- podcast. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. <laughs> For the record, uh, X, Triple X, remember growing up, everybody was like, oh, you need to see Oh, that. yeah. None of that shit exists, all right? Like, none of it's it. rated Triple X. That's why you see, like, <clears throat> movies on Netflix and Hulu that are, like, not rated or they're, like, TV ratings because, like, the ratings board was just, like, a handful of moms that, like, nobody <laughs> knew about. I swear to God. I know, I know. Like, I've, I've learned this recently. So it it was literally a group of anonymous random people that would, if they heard a swear word, it would be R. If they heard the F-bomb, it would be R. If if they heard four or more F-bombs or you saw a booby, it was like NC-17, you know? So what directors would do uh, is they would- Release them a cut and then do their own cut? They, no. What they would do is they would actually release a cut that had so much over the top Oh yeah, okay. And so, and like that, they would watch and be like, "We are so appalled," and they'd be like, "This has to be an R rating," and they'd be like, "Well, if we take out three out of the four fucks and like one ass shot, will you give us a PG thirteen?" And they were like, "Fine, (laughs) I guess so." That's you know so much I mean? better. Like, right, <laughs> yeah, and that's like, all I needed to do from the beginning. Like, you know what I mean? No, no, it's brilliant psychology. It is, it is. You know, it's brilliant psychology. It's like, uh, I mean, in all honesty, I would have both cuts already made. And then, be like, oh, hey, here's here's this one. And they're like, oh, no. And you're like, oh, well, I got this one. Oh, okay. But before this, right, when Martin Scorsese was making Mean Streets, he's looking for a distribution house, and Paramount was like, yo, we'll put you out, or, you know, his distribution house for Mean Streets, one of his first films with Robert De Niro, Harvey Keitel, like, all these named people from NYU. By the way, Martin Scorsese was a, he was going to school to be a priest, and then dropped out and went to NYU, met Robert De Niro, Harvey Keitel, like, all these people, and like started making movies. So he made this movie called Mean Streets. 
and the company, the distribution company was like, look, uh, we're not going to put this movie out unless you have a sex scene in it. And he was like, um, but there's, it's a gangster film. Why do we, we don't need a sec. How am I going to even fit one in there? And they're like, well, we're not going to put the movie out unless you do. So he literally just made up a dream sequence of like, you know, a, like the main character having sex with like the sub character's sister yeah. for the movie to get to released. And it makes, they make no reference to it. Nobody ever talks about it. He's not even like, it's not even like he likes her in the movie. So it's like, what, why, why do this? Why are yeah. we doing this to ourselves? But again, you know, what sells? Like we talked about in the cinema one, you know what I mean? Betamax, yep. like everything. It was, porn was the biggest one. It just, it is what it is. Yep. And so for future thoughts, as far as photography and film and, and, and everything like that goes, as far as photography, I think we're getting more into the, like these 3D image like shots, you know what I mean? Uh, they're becoming more dependable they're becoming easily available mm -hmm. uh and i think that that's actually going to become more of the future of what we do and also more holographic shots being able to shoot in like a third dimension like giving an actual depth of field creating 3d without glasses the hologram image like we were talking about before augmented reality you know what i mean mm -hmm. mark what are your final thoughts my final thoughts on it are, if you want to be good, go be good. Go get educated. Go learn. If you want to take photos, if you want to be a photographer, um, and, and in any art form, if you want to learn guitar, if you want to learn ukulele, I, I strum this thing any, time, any chance I get right now, you know, just trying to get used to it, and, and I'm memorizing chords, and, you know, so get educated. Yeah. Enjoy yourself, but enjoy yourself. Buy the ticket, take the ride. Wee! Yeah. <laughs> all right everybody that's gonna be loud dispatch for tonight have a great evening and a great uh, memorial day monday right oh yeah right maybe we'll try and do something on memorial day Ooh, who knows we'll see Ooh. all right all right we'll see you guys peace